Hey, y'all. Hey, good morning. Hey, my Renaissance grandma. Ooh, YouTube on here fast. Hey, Nia. Hey, Kim Yarley. Hey, Vanessa. Hey, Lynette. Good morning. How y'all doing this morning? Ooh. Doom, 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 doom. Come on. Let's start um, sharing and getting all of our people in um, to the devotional this morning. Uh, come on. I want to worship with you. I'm excited. I'm going to share. I'm going to do my sharing. Get my stuff in. That's what I'm doing. Come on. Got all my little different pages and groups that I need to share with. Come on. Good morning, Insta. Good morning, Shaquita. Good morning, Sharmana. Good morning, Ma. How y'all doing this morning? Come on. Y'all know I'm silly. This morning, uh, I was <laughs> singing all the single ladies, all the single ladies. Like, I was just going in. Um, so I'm going to say a prayer for my single ladies this morning. Put your hands up. <laughs> be some strange, be some strange things going on in my head sometimes. Come on, y'all. Come on. Oh, my God. Thank you, Father. Remember, this is the first day. Um, this is the first day of our fast. For those of you that are fasting with us for the next seven days. And remember, we are um, meditating our righteousness. We're going to meditate. Okay, I got my stuff. Y'all shared? I got my stuff shared. Um, we are meditating our righteousness. Hey, Sonia. Hey, Auntie. Hey, Tremaine. Good morning, Keija. Hey, Lavenda. Good morning, Masa. Hey, Angela Ingram. Good morning, Patricia Taylor. Hey, George King. Hey, Malisha. Hey, Sheree. Um, in the morning. Good morning, Trina. Good morning, Courtney. It is so funny. Um, I want y'all to know we are not just like it's not just women on this devotional. I actually have several good friends who watch the devotional as well. Um, so sometimes y'all be like, good morning, ladies. And it's not just um, um, it's not just you know those ladies. Those it's not it's not here. It's guys here. Hey, Johanna, come on. We're gonna get in on this word today. Um, but first, I want to do because um, I don't take anything coincidental, right? So I want to pray for all of my single. But I don't know what my light is doing on Instagram. I want to pray for all my back it up some all my single yet um it's got some funny stuff going on all my single but yet waiting oh, not to shut instagram down and start it over all my um single but yet waiting ladies i want to instagram be right back i want to take some time and pray for you this morning hey Lurie, hey Okay, I'm going back on Insta. My life was doing something strange on Insta. We back Insta. I'm sorry. We back Insta. I'm sorry. We back. So I want to pray this morning for um, all my single ladies in waiting. Ooh, you know, if you've been waiting, you've been, girl, you've been waiting a long time on this. And so I want to pray a prayer of faith and a prayer of strength for you this morning. Because what I don't want you to do, I'm going to 
I would talk to y'all like my grandma used to talk to me. I don't want you to get caught up with the wrong joker. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want the wrong joker in your ear. I don't want you to do any premeditated planning and putting yourself in a position or place where you just accept anything because you are tired of waiting on God. So this morning when I was in the bathroom going, oh, I'm a single lady, oh, I'm a single lady. I told you I laugh every morning. Um, one of the things I want to do is pray for you um, and pray for your strength so that you don't feel like you have to rush God and that you get tied into something or someone or into some relationship um, that's not of God, like, right? Because you are rushing or you don't have clear eyes to see, or even if the person that you're supposed to spend the rest of your life with, um, if you're the person that you're supposed to spend the rest of your life with is in your presence, that you have the patience to wait on God, to work it out. It's funny. One of my friends was reminding me of my journey with Jermaine. And she said something so powerful about assignment. You know, marriage is assignment, ladies. Marriage is assignment. Marriage is ministry. Marriage is an assignment. And if you are not clear on the assignment, then what will happen is, um, you'll find yourself in places and trying to lend yourself to someone that you're not even assigned to. Ah! Ah! Right. Or because we feel like we see potential um, that we try to take the potential of a person and create the ideal husband that we think we want. We are also in a society that just keeps flexing its muscles, um, that marriage is a particular way, and the way that society keeps um, flexing its muscles in a particular way is it keeps um, providing alternatives to you for what marriage should look like. And baby, marriage, I'm gonna help some of y'all. So y'all don't think when you get married, you finna, I'm going into this fairy tale. Um, Disney messed us up. Um, all the Real Housewives shows messed us up. No, marriage is an assignment that is given to you by God. Um, I don't care if the scripture tells us it's better to marry to burn. Like, you need to know that you're getting ready to walk into your destiny. You need to know. And even if you took the, if you went into a marriage that you feel like it wasn't of God, God, humility, love, compassion, God has the ability to strengthen that marriage and do something as well. So I'm praying for my single ladies this morning, right? Because when you are in waiting, um, you don't understand preparation. And when you don't understand preparation, you'll try to rush and move God guilty, 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 guilty. And God it will witness and minister to you over and over again that I'm preparing for you, praying, preparing you for something later. Um, I didn't realize that there was another level of gentleness that needed to be, that needed to come to me for my next season of marriage, right? Because when you've been single for so long, um, you'll show up. I have so much wisdom where marriage is concerned. Like when you've been single for so long, you'll show up strong in how your conversations can be with your mate. Well, if your man is kind of chill or not alpha male-ish, I hate to use that, that may work there. But if the assignment for marriage for you is for someone who has alpha male personality or leadership type personalities, then coming up with that attitude 
that we have had because of what we have had to endure and deal with in our singleness may not necessarily work right in the season that God is calling us to. So I'm going to pray for my single women today. I want to uplift you because it does take a strength. And then we're going to get into the devotional today because what we don't want you to do is walk into any season or any circumstance or any situation. And you need the wisdom of Lord, the Lord for marriage. You need the wisdom of the Lord for marriage. I, I am well learned and I'm okay with books and I'm okay with podcasts, but you need your marriage to match up to the ministry and to the wisdom of the Lord. Don't let nobody else tell you different. If somebody is trying to give you advice and they haven't got no fruit to go with it, you need the wisdom of the Lord for marriage. That's what you need so that marriage can succeed and be successful. So here's my prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus. I lift up every single woman on this devotional. And men too, men too. I forgot about my men. And men too. I thank you, Father God, that as you prepare our hearts in marriage, that you give us the instruction, that you give us the wisdom, that you give us the knowledge, and that you give us the understanding of who we are in Christ Jesus. Not who we are in this world, who we are in Christ Jesus. Destroy and break any cultural ties that we have to what marriage should be, um, destroy and break any generational images that we have in our head of what marriage should be. We know that the ultimate marriage is between you. We are your bride. We are your bride and you are our bridegroom. Lord God, teach us how to properly love ourselves before we can love any one else. We do not want to enter into a toxic love. We want a love that will last a lifetime. We want a love that will honor you, Lord God. Position us, properly position us for marriage. Let us wait on divine timing. Let us hear you um, telling us to turn this way and that way. Lord God, let us be prayerful of the people that we come in contact with. Do not let us get emotions or feelings for anyone that you don't want us with. Father God, if we have been broken before because of past relationships, broken because of divorce, broken, Father God, because of circumstances and situations, Lord God, heal us first. Heal us so that as we go into our relationships, we don't take toxic traits. Um, we don't take the past of our relationships. Help us deal with the trauma that has led us in wrong places. Give us eyes to see, give us ears to hear, and where we are fearful, Lord God, let us put our heart and our hand and our hope and our trust in you, right? And our hope and our trust in you, Lord God, that if we put our heart in your hands, Father God, you will give our hearts to our mates. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. So um, pray in your singleness. Pray over your mate in your singleness. Pray over your time in your singleness. Because what, what we don't want you to do is be connected for the wrong reasons. What we don't want you to do is take any mindsets into your marriage that was from anything that was old, right? Um, and you can be patient and you can wait. And God can open the eyes of your understanding before you come in contact with anybody and consider dating them. 
You need to weight the person. Um, and I hate to say this, like, is this person really marriage material? You need to have hard conversations up front. Is this somebody that really even want to get married? Um, I remember I dated somebody and gave my heart over to somebody, Cherie, gave my heart over to somebody, Julia, who told me they didn't want to get married. So why would I turn my heart over to someone who told me they didn't want to get married? Well, because I thought I could convince them. And because I thought I could convince them, because I thought I was worthy enough for marriage, which I am, I thought I could convince them. And because I thought I could convince them, Harper, then I spent the nine months we dated trying to convince them of what a good person I was, did not recognize that that behavior was actually Kimiarly coming out of my own rejection my own insecurities. When you suffer from rejection or insecurity and you don't know your righteousness or your right standing or who you are in Christ, then that's the type of things that tend to show up. So we getting freedom today. Come on, y'all. We getting freedom today. We getting freedom today. We getting freedom today. And we just place in your singleness, you just place your heart back in God's hands. And as God continue to prepare me, y'all share the devotion and continue to work on me so that I will not give my heart over to someone who does not deserve or sh who shouldn't have my heart or shouldn't have my time, right? Um, or shouldn't have my time. And if you do that, I promise you, God will keep you out of danger. God will keep you out of trouble. And you ain't got to try to um, come on, Courtney. Thank you for that. And you ain't got to try to figure this out and you will patiently wait and enjoy your singleness um, to the fullness. Right. So this morning I want to encourage um, and uplift my weary folks. Right. I just got some scriptures. Um, I know that this has been God has been dealing with me about two things. Right. This is a new season. Y'all got to listen to the, the word from the Lord as he gives me wisdom right now this morning. Um this is a new season, right? And the Lord has been dealing with me about the fact that this is a new season. And for many of us, it's a new season. Like we've made, we're coming out of hard places where some of y'all coming out of divorces, some of y'all coming out of broken relationships, some of y'all coming out about bad finances, but the Lord keeps dealing me with our expectation in the new season. And the thing that he has been showing me is when you come out of season and you wiped out, Come on, Holy Spirit. When you come out of a season and you wiped out, um, hold on, let me pause. <laughs> also, when you understand who you are and you meditate your righteousness, you won't stay in relationships that are not beneficial to you, right? Um, I don't know about y'all. There are some people that I've stayed connected to um, just because I didn't want to be alone, Right? Could be somebody that's married, but they give you some attention and time. So ask the Lord to break and destroy those places too. Lord, break and destroy the placeholders that I've had in my life, the people that I've just allowed to be in my life because I didn't want to feel lonely um, and help me to seek and focus more on you. That just came to me. So help me to break and destroy any placeholders, anything I'm just holding somebody in place just because when I know that the relationship isn't beneficial or healthy to me, help me to destroy those ties and those soul ties so that I can walk free in who you call me to be in Christ Jesus. So 
Here's what the Lord showed me. So he in a transition out of a season from one season, Shanta, from one season to the next. Sometimes you come out of a season and you are weary. Woo! Come on. I ain't got but a few minutes to give you this. So sometimes you come out of a season and you are weary. You come from one season and you go on Johanna into the next season. But because the last season took almost everything out of you. Because the last season took almost everything out of you. Your expectation for the new season is almost hopeless. George, it's not that you don't want to be hopeful. It's not that you don't want to expect God. Um, it's not that you don't want to um, experience this new thing that God is telling you. You hear the voice of the Lord. You hear him talking to you about your health. You hear him talking to you about your prosperity. You hear him talking to you about um, um, new opportunities. You hear him talking to um, um, doors being open. Like you hear it and you know confirmed in your spirit that this word is from you and this word is from the Lord. But you are so worn out by what has happened that your ex you don't even want your expectation low is that your expectation for what God do can do come on y'all your expectation for what God can do is low I'm just can we be real your expectation and the trauma is so real oh my god the trauma is so real because the situation has um been in your life for so long Woo, come on like, can we can we just go there for a second? Will you give me this for a second? And I'm going to talk to the real people. I'm going to talk to the people who know God, hear God, um, know God is for them, know God is with them, uh, know God will never lead them, know God not going to forsake them. But the, the, the damage of what has happened in this season, whether God was testing, whether God was trying, whether God was proofing, uh, don't matter. The season was still real. <laughs> the, the pain was still real. Uh, the problem was still real. Um, the circumstance was still real. Um, the breakup of, of the marriage was still real. The, the person that walked out on you was still real. Um, the lack of finances and being put behind was still real. Like all those circumstances and situations were still real, like it was still real, right? And so then you're coming into a space and you hear God and you hear a sign of God and, and God is with you and you feel God and you know, like, you know, for a fact, like, like, you know, for a fact that um, God has said these things, you, you know, you got the comfort, the peace in your spirit, but because the damage was so long, I can't do it, oh, I'm not finna, because the damage, the damage was so long, it's hard for you to be as expectant as you should. It's hard for you to be in, in the peace that you need as you should. You've seen the miracle. You've seen the healing. Um, and then just give you an example. Like, yo, yo, the, the same situation. Um, and it's hard. Like, when you were in the same situation with someone else, and then they outcome was maybe worse or different and then here god is talking to you um in a promise but you just watch your friend die or you just watch your friend get a divorce or you just watch your friend's house like i'm just being honest like and then so god is talking to me 
And I'm in a season where I really should be rejoicing and my expectations should be up and my excitement for the things that God is telling me should be, so, oh, come on y'all, should be so real, but I'm struggling <laughs> because of the trauma that was caused by the situation. Ooh, come on, 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 come on. Somebody be real with me this morning. And I'm struggling. Like I hear him, Nikki, and I know the promise for marriage is there and it's real, right? But because of everything that has happened in my past, I'm still having a little bit of anxiety to trust the circumstances. I hear him telling me this will be the best financial situation of my life. The prophecies have come, but the little in my bank account is having, giving me, making it hard for me to trust the situation. Come on, y'all. We're going to be real. I hear him telling me that he's going to heal me or he's going to heal my father and he's going to heal my mother. But, but the trauma of the situation um, has still been real. Like it's still been real. The pain of the situation is still real. And so I'm coming out of this. I hear you, God. I see the pathway. I'm following the light of your word, but I'm weak. <laughs> but I'm weak. Like I'm weak. Like I'm weak, but I'm so weak. But I'm so weak. And so I'm trying to trust what you're saying because I hear you. I have a, a peace. I'm trying to tell you what you what you what I'm saying, right? Um, but I'm telling you that I am perhaps, y'all just stick with me for just a second. Perhaps, Shanta. I'm telling you that I may be frustrated in faith at the same time. <laughs> Perhaps I'm telling you um, that I may be anxious on one hand and have peace in the same direction. I'm telling you, perhaps one minute I may not be worrying, but the next minute worry may be trying to take over me. I'm telling you, perhaps I understand that Isaac is the promise, but baby, I want to create an Ishmael because it seemed like the promise is coming too, too long. Come on. I'm telling you that that perhaps I've seen the sign. I've seen, I've seen your hand, but this faith area for me is still a little weak. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, perhaps I've heard the prophetic word. My pastor called me, my friend called me, and I just, but I'm telling you, perhaps, right? Because the tra trauma and because the damage has been so overwhelming that my faith, my, my faith for this might be just a tinch, might just be a tinch weak, right? It's not that I want to be back and forth with you, God. It's not that I want to be back and forth. It's not that I want to be all over the place. It's not that I want to not trust you. It's just, it was so much damage that happened, right? It was so many things that went wrong. And for those of us that had a season of, of tragedies, ooh, for those of us that had a season of tragedies, and what I mean by a season of tragedies, right? The season of tragedies, uh, one thing happened, and before I can get over that thing, something else was coming. And before I can get over that thing, something else is coming. And before I get over that thing, something else is coming. For those of us that, come on, Cheryl, I'm going to bring it to you. For those, of, for those of us that have had a season of tragedies, right, I'm, I'm trying to put my full weight and faith on you, Lord God. I really, really am. But I'm also looking over my shoulder because I'm afraid this thing going to collapse. <laughs> I'm afraid this thing ain't going to work out. I'm trying to put my full weight on your word, but I'm also 
just a little bit, looking over my shoulder, because I'm afraid this thing might not work out the way you telling me it's gonna work out. I'm trying to, I'm trying to keep my eyes on you because I know if I don't keep my eyes on you, my God, like Peter, I'm gonna sink, right? But some days the noise is a little bit louder than other days. <laughs> See, and if you've never been in a situation, you'll show up to somebody and be like, oh, all you gotta do is have faith and all you gotta do is pray and it's no big deal. No, no. When you have lived in a series of traumatic experiences, um, the triggers to trauma are real, real, real. And the proofing is in the the word, the word of God, right? <laughs> so this is the word, this is the word of God. So I'm gonna bring you, I'm gonna read you this, and I'm gonna give you some scriptures, right? It says, This is this is Mark 9 24. It says, When the crowd came to the disciples, they saw a large crowd around them and scribes disputing with them. When the whole crowd saw them, they were amazed. And then we're gonna pray something. Um, they were amazed and ran to greet him. He asked them, what are you arguing with them about? Someone from the crowd answered, teacher, I brought my son to you. He has a spirit that makes him unable to speak. Whenever it seizes him, it throws him down and he foams at the mouth, grinds his teeth and becomes rigid. I asked your disciples to drive it out, but they couldn't. So then Jesus says, he replied to them, you unbelieving generation, how long will I be with you? How long must I put up with you? Bring him to see me. So they brought the boy to him. When the spirit saw him, it immediately threw the boy down into convulsions. He fell to the ground, rolled around, foaming in the mouth. Jesus says, how long has this been happening to him? Woo! My God. He says, from childhood, he said, and many times it has thrown him into the fire, the water to destroy them. And then he says to Jesus, he said, but if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus said to him, if you can, he said, everything is possible for the one who believes. This father, George, is in despair, right? He's at a place in a pla place. If like, I've been before the priests, I've been before the prophets, I've been before everything, everybody else. Like, I'm just saying, after the disciples fell, like, they supposed to have the same power that you have. Like, can you even do anything about this circumstance or situation? It is okay. I need to help somebody today. It is okay for you when you find yourself doubting. Woo! It is okay when you find yourself doubting, when you find yourself struggling, um, when your doubts are in front of your faith. I gotta, I can't do this. I'm not gonna play with this. When your doubts are in front of, I'm going to help you this morning. When your doubts are in front of your faith, it's not that you don't believe. It's not that you don't believe. It's just in this particular space because the trauma is so real and what has happened so is so real that your doubts are in front of your faith. <laughs> your doubts, you don't want your doubts to show up in front of your faith. But in this particular season, because so, so much has happened, my doubts are in front of my faith. My doubts are in, in front of my faith. And you can be honest with God. I don't, I don't I'm, I'm over this. Like I'm over this. You can be honest with God. You And you can be honest with God. Lord, my doubt proceeds my faith for this situation. Especially if you're in a situation or a circumstance and it don't seem like it has ever worked out or it has ever came to pass, or it keeps ending up 
in the same place. Lord, my doubts, proceed my faith. When you position yourself, because the scripture tells us, humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God. When I humble myself and say, I'm anxious, I'm worried, I'm tired, I'm frustrated, I'm mad at you. (laughs) When I humble myself, be under God's mighty hand. My God. And come to him and say, hey, I need to be real, real, real right now. My God, my God, my doubt proceeds my faith. And here's what I love. I want to help you with this morning. Because especially if nobody has ever been in your situation or a season of waiting. I have been through so much. My girl Jess always says, I think you've had to go through so much so that you could be qualified for what you teach. So in my season, if you have never been in a season for waiting for healing, I have. If you've never been in a season of waiting for finances, I have. If you've never been in a season of waiting uh, with children who have turned from the Lord, I have. If you've never been in a season of waiting for strongholds to be broken off your life because of your own sins and your own mistakes, I have. If you've never had to do mind battles, if you never had to do anxiety, you never had to do weariness. If you never had to do weariness, right? You won't get this. And so then you will offer me what you feel like is substantial faith for my situation, which will confuse me because I know right now my doubt proceeds my faith. My doubt proceeds you, and you can try to spoon feed me all the positivity you want. But I have to be provided a place where I can go before my father because only he can do this. I have to be in the relationship. I'm helping y'all, some of y'all strong friends who always just show up strong. I have to be in a position or a place where I can show up vulnerable, where I can show up anxious, where I can show up worried, where I can show like, come on, Miss Sandra, come on. I got to be in a position and place where I can show up in my doubt and you not try to fix it. You let me be exactly where I am and help me walk through the process because the disciples couldn't deal with this. <laughs> but Jesus, with proper perspective, is what could deal with this, right? So it's going to help some of y'all strong people when you are in a position or place to try to encourage somebody in a certain situation. Yeah, I got to be able to come before you, right? Because perhaps something you say will change my life. But if you don't allow me the space to be vulnerable, to be transparent, to be plain with you, I'll never hear what you're saying anyway, because all you ever give me is what you think is good for me in this situation. But what's wrong right now is my doubt is ahead of my belief. It's not that I don't believe. It's just my doubt is in front of it. So here we see this man naked and unashamed. (laughs) Naked and just, I'm here. I'm not ashamed of anything. I'm naked and unashamed before God, right? And he says, look, (laughs) if you can, just like if I can, all things are possible for those who believe. And then immediately he cries out, I do believe. 
<laughs> but this is a situation where I need you to help me with my unbelief. <laughs> because my doubt has got in front of what I believe. <laughs> and the reason I know that my doubt has got in front of what I believe is because what I'm meditating on is the negative outcome instead of me meditating on what the promises of God are for me. <laughs> that is a real true situation. That is really true how our human nature works. Don't let nobody make you think your human, you ain't nobody got it all pulled together all at one time and it, it pop out and no, no, mm -mm. I got some stuff I'm struggling with right now. I had to, I had to hunker down yesterday and meditate more on my finances because I'm just be honest. I don't like where my account is. So I was like, Lord, this is not what you promised me in my season. Well, when I felt the anxiety come up, I knew my doubt was getting in front of what I need to believe in this season. So I had to pause and minister and medicate myself in the word of God so that revelation for what God is saying to me in this season, Johanna, what God is saying to me in this season, Valda, so that revelation of what God is saying to me in this season will overtake my doubt. So let me give you some scriptures to encourage your belief. That is why we are spending the next seven days meditating our righteousness. I'm going to give you some scriptures to meditate for, so, for you to believe. You need to be encouraged um, in this season, in your transition of moving into your new season. The promise of your new season, the, the prosperity, the health, all of these things are really, 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 really real. But your doubt is trying to get in front of your unbelief. So, so this is what this is what we're gonna meditate. Proverbs 18 and 10. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous man runs into it and say and is safe. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. And so, because we are righteous, no matter the circumstance of the situation, we can run into it and be safe. You can run to God with your unbelief, your anxiety your fear, your frustration, and present it right there at his feet. And guess what? He's okay with it. He never asked. He said, come unto me, all who are heavy laden and burdened. He didn't say, come unto me, all who are perfect and got it together and got the right answer and know the scripture and know what to do. He said, come unto me, all who are heavy laden and burdened. So if I'm heavy laden and I'm burdened, I'm taking the burden and the heavy laden with me to the one who gonna deliver me. Woo! I'm taking the heavy laden and burden with me to the one who gonna satisfy me. I'm taking the heavy laden and burden with me to the one who's gonna provide for me. I'm taking the heavy laden and the burden with me to the one who is going to protect for, protect me. This is why I believe. <laughs> this is why I am fine with faith. I want you to be in faith. But people need to live more transparent. Everything y'all posting ain't what you believe. You 
you you are I'm struggling. So I'm posting this really because I'm struggling. But I post or share something because I want people to say amen. No, I'm posting this really. You ought to have a disclaimer out there so that other people that are struggling in faith know that struggles in faith are real. I'm posting this as a disclaimer. <laughs> my mouth ain't right. So when I post this today, let the, the words in my mouth, the meditation of my heart be set on my sight. This is because I almost cut somebody out. <laughs> so I'm running to the name of the Lord, who is my strong tower. Because <laughs> I'm righteous through Christ Jesus. I, I'm getting it. So I'm running into the safety of the Lord. Psalms 9, 9 and 10. The Lord is a stronghold for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble. And those who know your name put their trust in you. For you, O Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. The Lord will never forsake you when you seek him. Even if you seek him in doubt, even if you seek him in worry, even if you seek him in anxiety, even if you seek him in fear, the Lord will never, ever, ever, ever not forsake you when you seek him. Come on. Luke 12, 25 through 28. And which of you by being anxious can add a single hour to his span of life? If then you are not able to do as small as a thing of that, why are you anxious about the rest? Consider the lilies, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothed the grass, which is alive in the field today, and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, how much more will he clothe you, O of little faith? Even in little faith, God will still clothe you. God will still take care of you. God will still provide for you. God will still witness to you. God will still call you. God will still treasure you. God is not afraid of you telling him the truth. Come on, y'all. My God. My God. I'm not. Isaiah 41 and 10. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. Oh, my God. From this standpoint, when I get that, when I'm in the presence of Jesus, that's where I get my strength. Then I never, ever, ever have to show up to God being strong. I get to show up in his face, even in a season, when he is saying, baby, this is your brand new season. Baby, I'm about to make all this stuff happen. Baby, this is what I'm about to go down. I still get to show up and say, I know you ain't lying. I know you ain't lying. I, I, I know what I hear and see and feel is really real. But I am telling you, your child, your child, because you know me anyway. I am telling you, your child is having a hard time um, trusting and believing this. I'm not calling you a liar. That's not what I'm saying, Lord. I know you're not a liar. But I'm telling you, my unbelief, my doubt is in front of my faith. So I'm coming to you black, as, as, as transparent as I can, saying, you're going to have to help your girl trust and believe. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to submit my unbelief and my doubt to you so that every time it comes up, I'll resist Satan's accusations, his lies, 
his strongholds that are trying to come in my mind. Now I'm coming to you. I'm submitting this. Here's where I'm struggling. Here's where I'm at. Because the word of God says, submit to God, resist the devil, then he gonna flee. I got to submit wherever I am to God. That's called humility. And then I'm going to get the strength I need to resist Satan. And then guess what he going to do? He going to stop playing mind games and head games and everything else because he knows every time I humble myself and bring my weakness to God, the sufficiency of God's grace is building me up and strengthening me. And I might be on my face when I first get there. But the next time I show up, I might be on my knees. And the next time I show up, I might be sitting up. And the next time I show up, I might be standing. And the next time I show up, I might be walking. And the next time I show up, I might be running. <laughs> because every time I present to him where I really am, he is going to give me the strength that I need. Woo! So that I can believe. He gonna give me the strength I need so that I can believe. So can we pray this prayer, please? Can we pray this prayer? And then I want us to do our confessions for, um, uh, I, I, want you, I want us to do our confessions for our fast. If you didn't see it, we put it in the group. I sent it out an email. We fast in one next seven days. We're gonna take something out of our divide diet. First of all, Father God, forgive us if we have wrongly charged you. Um, and what I mean by wrongly charged you, um, that we sit in circumstances and situations like you can't handle our transparency, that we sit in circumstances and situations like you can't handle our unbelief. Well, we sit in circumstances. And so we don't even come before you because we think you can't handle where we are and what we are and who we are. Forgive us for that. You are the God of the universe. You created every last one of us. You can handle anything that we are going through. So forgive us for wrongly charging you like you aren't capable to handle our weaknesses, capable to handle our sin. You already proved that on the cross of Jesus. So Father God, forgive us. And then Lord God, today strengthen us. Some of us are weak. Some of us are weary. Some of us are worn. Some of us, our doubt has gotten in front of our faith and we need you. It's not that we don't believe you. It's not that we don't trust you. It's just that our doubt is in front of our belief. And we need your help to strengthen us and to guide us in Jesus name. Amen. In Jesus name. Amen. So I want to give us, we confessing, we, we meditate in our righteousness. I'm going to give you the confessions. If you are in the coffee and conversations, Bible study group, go get it. If you, I sent it out on the website. If you didn't get it and you need it, just DM us and we'll send it to you. It says I am God's workmanship. He made me a new creation. He created me in Christ Jesus. I see myself as God sees me. I see myself in Christ. It's Ephesians 2, 10, 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. Because I'm in Christ, I'm a believer. I'm righteousness. I'm light. I'm the one who believes. I'm the temple of God. God the Father declared righteous through Jesus Christ. And God the Father, my very own Father, declares my righteousness. For I believe in Jesus. Therefore, I am righteous. I am the recipient of the righteousness of God. Uh, and I'll display this tomorrow when we say it tomorrow. Um, I have righteousness. It was given to me. I believed into righteousness and I received it at my new birth. I have right standing with God. I am righteous. Jesus became sin for me that I might become the righteousness of God in him. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. God provided righteousness for me. 
Righteousness is mine. I have it now. I'm righteous now. 2 Corinthians 5 and 21. Because I have received the tree of the gift of righteousness, which puts me in right standing with God. I reign in the life through the one Jesus Christ. I reign as righteous king in my domain. What I say goes. 2 Corinthians 5 and 21. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Because I am righteousness, God hears me when I pray, and my prayers avail much. Thank you, Father, for your provision. Thank you for your faithfulness and forgiving and cleansing me from all unrighteousness, that I may continually have right standing in your sight. Those are our confessions. That is our faith. That is what we meditate on. Whenever your body starts craving whatever the one thing you took out of it, you pull these scriptures out. You meditate on these scriptures. Um, fasting is not fasting if you are not praying. So fasting is fasting when you're praying. I love you. Oh, God loves you even more. Do me a favor. Um, we sow where we grow. If the Lord places on your heart to partner with the ministry, go to the website, lmjministries.org and give there. Cash app was dollar sign, L-M-J-M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y. And then if you have never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, I want to offer you an opportunity to set the record straight. And it begins today with this. Dear Jesus, I'm in need of a Savior. I'm asking you to come into my heart to take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you prayed that prayer, send us an email, info at justbeinglmj.com. I love you. God loves you. We'll see you back here in the morning at 6 a.m. Love, peace, and blessings.